And I'm glad that Glad that you have such a pretty story Welcome to Refreshingly Human with Hannah Pillow. Hi everyone, welcome to Refreshingly Human with myself, Hannah Pillow. And today we're going to be talking about the Muslim celebration of Eid. Um, how much do we know about celebrations that fall outside of our own religious or our own beliefs? Um, today we're going to put that to the test. Uh, I'm going to be talking to people who celebrate Eid and people who don't celebrate Eid and seeing what we do and what we don't know about this celebration. So let's get into it. I'd like to begin with looking at some preconceived notions about Eid. I was recently chatting to a friend who, bless her, she thought I was Pakistani because I celebrated Eid. I had to kindly correct her that Eid is actually a Muslim holiday and not just a Pakistani holiday. So people who celebrate Eid can come from all parts of the world, ranging from South Africa to Turkey to India to Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, and of course, the UK. Here's a clip from a fellow British lady who was so kind enough to share what she does on Eid Day with us. What do you do on Eid Day? I don't do a lot on Eid Day. Normally, I would wake up, shower, um, get into some kind of posh, fancy clothes that are too impractical to do anything in. And we would do our Eid fair together. And then that's about it. It's like any other day. And as long as I'm not in work, then I'd just chill out and sit around and eat a lot of food. We don't normally exchange gifts. But that's because we're all grown up. For some of the kids, like the younger kids, like my nephews and nieces, we might get them something, but not normally to our siblings um, it's not a public holiday in the UK so I have to kind of look up the dates each year and just make sure that I can try and coordinate to have them off and then my favourite thing about Eid is probably just going home and spending time as family to be honest and that we tend to cook really really nice food Now let's hear from a listener who was kind enough to share what she thinks Eid is Hello, I live in Scotland. To me, Eid, for what I know, is a festival held at the end of Ramadan where people are allowed to eat after fasting. Um, that's all I really know of it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know anything else other than um, it's times you spend with your family after fasting. I'm assuming that's what people do. I don't really know anything else about the, um, the customs or anything other than eating a lot of food, which to me on this sounds really nice so yeah I would probably consider it even though I'm not part of the Muslim faith because the idea of fasting and then eating afterwards does sound beneficial and it's also a really good way to get in contact with your family if you haven't seen them for a while um, and yeah that's all I really know about it. <laughs> Firstly it was really brave of both women to share these clips with us and I really thank you guys so much. A few misconceptions I'd like to address here. It is the celebration that breaks fast after Ramadan. In a way, maybe. Technically, it's not the breaking of fast, but celebrating the end of the fasting periods, as a Muslim breaks their fast every evening at sunset. So the last Eid after Ramadan, the Eid after Ramadan, sorry, is the Eid where 
we, you are celebrating the end of the Ramadan period and it's just a festive day for Muslims. Now I'm going to play a small club supporter all the way in South Africa who is brave enough to share her ideas of what she thinks Eid is. Right, so I think Eid is like Christmas for Muslims, so I've been told. It's kind of like the celebration of the end of the year. I'm not too sure if it's Christmas in like the religious sense or like the end of a calendar I'm not too sure about that. Um, I don't know exactly when Eid is, but I think it has something to do with the lunar cycles. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but I know it is soon um, for me right now. On the 7th of August, I know it's coming up. Um, I think people celebrate Eid, I don't know, uh, with their families, uh, eating a feast, uh, having a holiday, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know that uh, a non-Muslim person could celebrate Eid. Um, but yeah, I would be interested to take part and see what it's all about. So I really like this club because if you are curious to celebrate Eid and, and you would like to, there are so many Eid programs that are run out there. Um, in in certain countries, for example, there was a program in London uh, that was an inclusive Eid party for Muslims and non-Muslims. I know South Africa has had a few programs as well. So if you are curious, please do reach out and do the research and find, find if there are any inclusive Eid parties around you that you can attend and uh, get involved and learn something new about a different culture. Um, personally, I think that's always fun. This would bring us to the next point. Did you know that there are two Eids a year? So in the lunar calendar, you can expect to find two Eids. One that marks the end of Ramadan, which I think is the one that's most commonly known. But there is a second Eid, which we just passed about a week ago. And the second Eid around, uh, revolves around a Muslim story based on the sacrifice that Prophet Ibrahim made uh, towards God. So during this Eid, Muslims sacrifice an animal um, in the name of God to show their commitment to God. And here is a small clip from a Muslim all the way in Indonesia who will share how she celebrates Eid in Indonesia. So for my celebration for Eid, uh, Eid Mubarak, um, what we do is usually we have this big culture of mudik. So mudik in in Bahasa Indonesia has the root word of udik. Udik means village. So mudik means going to the village, back to where you're from, where you're born and raised. So it's a big culture because uh, in Indonesia, after you uh, finish school and after you graduate from college, you usually leave the town, leave the village that you were born in to find work in a bigger city or big, like maybe abroad sometimes. So mudik is a tradition that we always do to go home. And this requires a lot and a lot of 
uh, effort because, well, as you know that Jakarta is the capital city of Indonesia and everyone is working here. The economy is really good here, so people come here to work. And during mudik time, everyone will go home and everyone at the same time will leave this big city. So the traffic is just completely bonkers. It's You can just stand still for perfect five hours and not move due to the um, crazy volume of vehicle leaving the city. And also, it also affected on the uh, price of flight tickets, um, train tickets. Uh, like, for example, for me, um, I'm originally from Surabaya, which is uh, 12 hours away by car from Jakarta. Oh, I'm sorry, not 12. 12 is only halfway. Uh, 19 hours away from Jakarta. And I went home with uh, Batik Air. I flew back home last eat, And it cost me around 80 euros for one hour and a half um, flight. And that's one way, not round trip. So yes, the biggest thing is mudik because we all go home back to where we're from. And that is where our, um, and that is when our tradition starts. Eid is a holiday in my country, yes. Um, it's a, it's usually a one-week holiday. So Eid is usually consists of two days. And we have this public holiday two days before and two days after. So we have one week off for Eid holiday. Uh, during Eid, we do not celebrate it with exchanging gifts. Uh, we just celebrate it with families. We went to the Eid prayer in the morning and we had a feast. Well, the feast is something that we always look forward to because we have uh, the typical menu for Eid holiday, which is opor ayam, or we call it like chicken stew with ketupat, which is like... Um, like a rice cake so we put the rice inside a banana leaf and we steam them uh, so it becomes like a hardened uh, rice yeah hardened rice so it's actually really delicious so that is the typical dish for eat holiday and after we have a feast we have to uh, in a way, the tradition is called sungkeman, which means that you ask for forgiveness to your family members, to your parents, brother, or sister, everyone in the family. You apologize to them and they uh, apologize back to you. So that is the type of uh, thing that we do. And we do not exchange gifts because the tradition is once you get a job, what you do is you put money inside of an envelope and you give this envelope to your young cousins or young niece and nephews. So the thing is uh, we give money because it's more like a reward because it, it happens after one month of fasting, right? The Ramadan. So... In a way, like for our younger nieces, our younger nephews, our younger cousins, when they finished one month of Ramadan, of fasting, and then we reward them with money. So it's not exactly like they're doing it for the money, but we're just doing it because just, we just want to make them happy, in a way. So yeah, we don't exchange gifts, but we do give money to the younglings. But again, if you are working and then you are old enough to make your own money, you will not receive any of these envelopes. The thing I love the most about Eid is definitely number one is the family gathering. Well, again, it's more like a love and hate relationship about the family gathering because 
again, family is great. You miss them, you talk to them, but again, it's not gonna go far away from family dramas. So that is the thing that I really don't like about hanging out with my family during Eid. But of course, the family gathering. Uh, sometimes I miss my cousins, my sister. Well, again, I'm not living with my um, immediate family, which means. If it's eat, I really want to spend it with my parents and also my older sister. Uh, not so much on the uncles and aunts, but they're there. So yes, of course, I hang out with them too. Uh, the second thing that I love about eat is the feast, of course, because you just don't stop eating. <laughs> it's just the the moment where you can eat and you don't have any excuse to stop. The third thing would be the halal bihalal. So we have this tradition of halal bihalal. Uh, Indonesia also, like during the baby boomer era, uh, people have 10, 11, 15 kids sometimes. It depends because after World War II, people just start breeding and they don't stop. So once they grow, they grow into like a bigger, bigger family. So when those family have their own families, at some point, we also need to do silaturahim, which means we need to meet them and then we greet, we say hello, we just catch up with uh, them. So halal bihalal is when we move from one house to another one and we just like say hi. And then the immediate family will gather around with the big family and the big family will also go from one place to another one. So it's more like a, like a rally in a way, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you go to one house and then you go there and then you chit chat and then you eat their snacks, you drink the, um, the drink that they offer and we just hang out. And then after a couple of uh, hours, we will move to another house and to another one, to another one, to another one, to another one. So it's this huge chain of family gathering from one house to another one. So the places that we usually visit are the people with our elderlies, so it means they cannot go from one place to another one, so we have to go there. Well, of course, in the future, my family is going to be the family that consists of the elderly, so they, the younglings, will have to come to our family, but that's like still far away in the future. We're still capable, able-bodied Indonesians, so we are the one who's going there. So that was a really well-detailed description of what people do in for Eid in Indonesia. That was really awesome. Uh, actually, it gets me thinking a lot about what I do in South Africa for Eid or what people in South Africa do for Eid. And uh, yeah, let me just give you a little breakdown on a typical day of Eid in South Africa. So like I said, there's two Eids, um, there's two Muslim Eids, and I think both of them are very similar in the way they celebrated, except for the second Eid, there's the ritual of slaughtering an animal. Um, but aside from that, which I don't really want to get into details on, I'll tell you what a typical day of Eid is like. So yeah, uh, like one of the listeners said, we wake up in the morning and uh, get dressed in some really fancy Eid clothes. <laughs> As she said, it's really impractical most of the time, especially when you're younger. I remember when I was younger, I would wear like really really smart and always something new beautiful clothes and as you get older you still dress up you still buy new clothes uh, but it tends to be a lot more fancier when you're younger and a lot more enjoyable I think yeah so we'd get into like really cool clothes um, and then 
the men would go off for the Eid prayer. Sometimes the women go for the Eid prayer as well. You come home to a huge breakfast and when you're young, you just literally come home to it. As you grow older, you gotta help with the breakfast. <laughs> yeah, things get a bit more complicated as we get older. And uh, breakfast is huge. Um, it's not really breakfasty foods. It's actually probably like dinner. Um, we would have in South Africa, we would have curries. Um, we would have breads, um, samosas, sweetmeats. Um, yeah, nothing breakfasty. Did no eggs. <laughs> nothing breakfasty at all. Um, yeah, then it's breakfast, uh, then it is a little bit of a rest time between two meals, <laughs> because after that we would go on to have a huge lunch, and lunch is like the highlight of the day. So in between breakfast and um, lunch, we would generally have, maybe go out to meet family, um, so yeah, if you're in one house, you might go out to another house to meet other family. Usually everyone gathers at the oldest person's house. So like the grandparents' house would be where everyone would go for Eid. Um, or they would visit some aunts and uncles. And then we would all go to have lunch, most likely at the elderly person's house, at the grandparents' house or at the parents' house. And lunch is usually a huge rice dish, uh, which is called biryani, which I'm sure many people are familiar with. I will say South African biryani is very, very different to the biryani you get in the UK. And if you ever get a chance to try South African biryani, try it. It's great. Uh, and then after lunch is desserts. Um, not just one. Many, many desserts. Um yeah, and tea and biscuits and cakes and you literally eat till you can't fit in your eat clothes anymore. And typically after lunch, everyone just goes into a food coma and most people just end up falling off to sleep. Um, a lot of visiting takes place again after, uh, if for whoever's still awake. Um, we usually at my grandparents' house in South Africa and they receive a lot of guests. So we get away with the visiting others because everyone comes to my grandparents. Um, yeah, and uh, we some sometimes don't do dinner because it's that much of food. But uh, sometimes there is actually a roast lamb for dinner. So uh, yeah, just painting a picture of a day full of food. And similar to what all the recordings say uh, said um, I love Eid because it's a time to get together with your family and to enjoy good food and similar to what my friend mentioned from Indonesia it's um, it's a love-hate relationship with going back home for Eid because you want to see everyone you miss them but at the same time you want to avoid the drama and there's almost always drama but I mean you look back at it with fond memories of the exciting times and the unnecessary drama and it all makes up the day doesn't it so yeah that is a bit of what it is about in South Africa personally I have celebrated many holidays myself from Eid to Christmas to Thanksgiving you know what I would personally say is that aside from the cultural and religious differences that surround these blessed days what they all have in common is that it is a day for families and friends to get together and enjoy good food. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Refreshingly Human with myself, Hannah Pillow. You can find a link to our website in the show notes where you can like, share, and subscribe so you don't miss out to upcoming episodes. Until next time, be kind to yourself. We're all human after all. And I'm glad that, glad that you have such a pretty story.